0: Good afternoon and welcome to the program this Monday, March 28. Now, we are a real recycling bunch here in SA. We've been the first of many initiatives and residents really do get behind it. Earlier this month, single-use plastic drinking straws, stirrers and plastic cutlery were banned. Uh, the ban was the first of its kind in Australia. Let's go one step further. I'd like to ask you, what else would you like to see banned here in South Australia? 833 0 Mine is confetti. I find that that's just a waste of time and just really annoying. I don't know if you've ever been tasked with picking it up, but those little bits and bobs of paper, they're just not easy to pick up. And if you're a bride, do you really want them thrown at you? So anyway, confetti is mine. Joining me is Professor Ian Overton. Ian is the Chief Executive of Green Industries South Australia, and he joins me in the studio. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Jay. Pleasure to be here. Nice to have you. How is this, uh, how's this new band being received?
1: It's being received very well. Um, you did mention the plastic straws, cutlery. That was the ban that came into effect on March the first, twenty twenty one, last mm. year. And on March the first this year, we extended that ban to cover expanded polystyrene cups and clamshells, and also oxo-degradable plastics. What's a clamshell? Uh, the uh, you, might, you might have bought a hamburger, right, I mean, you yes, know, sort yes, of yes, poly- white things. polystyrene yep. that closes up. Yeah,
0: polystyrene. It's it, it is everywhere, and we can do better, can't we?
1: Absolutely. It's it's a great Great product, it's got great insulating properties, but it just doesn't have a very good recycling mm. option to it. So what we're looking at these bans is to replace those materials that don't have a good end-of-life solution to ones that we do, that we can be compostable or easily recyclable or, or, or even better, reusable.
0: So those ones that you've banned just recently, how long do they take to break down?
1: Uh, hundreds of years. Wow. Um, plastic you know it can last in the environment for hundreds of years can do other damage to the environment of course you know animals marine life et cetera. Mm. we try and avoid that waste going into litter but these materials you know the property of plastic is that is it's so great as a as a durable product but if we've just got to use it really wisely uh, in products that can be brought back into the system so we have a 10 cent container deposit You mentioned South Australia being quite a leader in that sort of space, and we have been doing that since 1977. So we were way out in front of other states when we brought that container deposit in, and that allows us to make sure that we get that plastic back into the recycling centres and not go out into litter.
0: This kind of legislation is really popular in South Australia, which is a great thing. It makes us, you know, leaders, doesn't it, in the country. And we do see ourselves as way out in front of it when it comes to replacing the waste. You touch on the 10 cent deposit, which I think is a great idea. I know, you know, my kids, it's, the, you know, A, it teaches them value of recycling and looking after the environment, but also they learn the, the value of the dollar as well. It, it's a fantastic initiative and that's how we use it in our house. Um, but that aside, um you know when it comes to replacing the waste why why is that you know why are we so you know market leaders in in this field i think
1: it's but, excuse me. I think it's part of our DNA because it has been around since 1977. Mm. Almost everybody's sort of grown up with that, you know, scouts collecting bottles and homeless people having an income, et cetera. So it's really been a ubiquitous part of South Australian history. Some some states don't even have that yet. So I think no. that history that we've had for so long uh, has really been enforced into our sort of recognition of the value of waste. Yeah. And we bought um, a ban in on plastic bags in 2009 And that was well-received as well. And now, of course, you wouldn't sort of go and waste plastic bags and use them just once and then throw them away. You you take your your reusable bags to your shopping centre. So that's just become part of what we do and what we value. And South Australia is way out in front. We have an 83% diversion of waste from landfill, which is way out, again, ahead of other states. So that's collecting 83% of the waste that we create and diverting it away from landfill. So rather than putting it in landfill, we use it to recycle it.
0: It's just really in our psyche, isn't it? It is. That's what we've grown up with. Mm. Um, Your agency, Green Industries SA, do a lot of research into the attitudes and opinions. Are South Australians keen to expand these bans?
1: we found that they've been very keen. The the ban last year was very well received. We put out a discussion paper uh, at the end of last year, earlier this year, and we've got 3,000 responses to that. Overwhelmingly uh, people want to, you know, act more on replacing the waste, going to an end of life solution. So replacing these single throw away type items with things that can be either composted or recycled.
0: So, what tops the list? What are the single-use items, SA residents want to see gone for good?
1: Well, your plastic confetti, I think, is definitely definitely <laughs> one that we. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's
1: definitely one that people said um, the confetti and coffee cups. I mean, there's so yeah, many true. coffee cups around that you know, and and at the moment, the majority of coffee cups have a cardboard. Uh, lining on the outside and then a polyethylene plastic lining on the inside, which makes them really difficult to recycle because of that mixed composite material. So if we could move to uh, a single material-type coffee cup, either Mm. compostable or fully recyclable, It just gets away from that landfill because most of those coffee cups with the polyethylene lining just end up in landfill.
0: Is anything on the market like that?
1: Yes, absolutely. There's alternatives for coffee cups, fully compostable and recyclable coffee So
0: why are we not using them then?
1: I think it's just, it's a transition. We're transitioning Mm. now. Um, you know, we, we've had have a lot, we have had a lot of companies and businesses and cafes already moving. We have a program called plastic free precincts where we have plastic free champions. And there are a lot of cafes that have gone, no, I want to get rid of, you know, this plastic in, in my serviceware and they've moved already. They moved ahead of the bands, but you know, now we've brought... Well, we will and hope, depending yeah. on the results of the discussion, is that we'll bring in the bans uh, for those sort of mixed
0: material coffee cups in the future. I reckon the coffee's a big one, isn't it? Because it affects everybody. Yeah. I don't drink coffee, so I didn't even think about it. But seeing, you know, if I pop down and get a hot chocolate once or twice a week, I'll uh, I'll see a lot more people taking in their, their, their reusable cups. That's becoming more and more in fashion, isn't it? Do you think that'll be, you know... Growing popularity.
1: I think it will. I think people will sort of take. You're used to now taking your own bags to the supermarkets. So I think that's right. You know, a just bit one next step. With the ban of plastic straws last year, there are alternatives, of course, paper straws and bamboo, mm. etc. But now y- y- you find, you know, you can buy reusable straws. You know, p- yeah. uh, plastic or metal, etc. That you just wash and reuse again. So that more reusable mentality, I think, will come through. Um, but if we can at least make sure that. We have a say a re, a returnable system in some cafes where they bring in so you you have your coffee and then you return the cup and then they wash that through a system. There's those options, but mm-hmm. also the compostable and recyclable options.
0: What would you like to see on the band list when it comes to recycling here in SA 8223 0000? And if you've got a question for Professor Ian Overton about recycling, you can call in. He's more than happy to take your calls. Uh, what are the best alternatives? Do all these items have a reusable or, or compostable you know alternative? Because it's easy, you know, people want and expect a, a circular economy and, and to say we want government just to get rid of them. Uh, but, you know, we need alternatives for business businesses don't we it's not just a matter of okay well monday we've got this cup or you know or item and then tomorrow it's out
1: Yep. Certainly, we wouldn't ban anything where there isn't an economically viable alternative to be yeah. brought in. And with coffee cups, this they are with um, plastic confetti. You know, you could use rice, you could use petals, you could use sort of other organic mm. type products. Um, thick plastic bags, you know, are on our horizon as part of the discussion. Listen, you can use paper bags. Take your own bags. Um, so there are alternatives, and definitely we you know, we would not move to a ban if there was no sort of viable alternative.
0: Oscar's message in, hi, Jade, I'd love for glitter to be banned. (laughs) Even clothing that have glitter as they spread it everywhere and makes everything full of it and hard to clean. I hear you, Oscar. (laughs) It's it's glitter and confetti. I reckon even... Three weeks after the event, oh, there's a little piece of confetti, oh, there's glitter, yeah, I hear you. <laughs> what would you like to see on the band list South Australia eight double two three double double um I, I guess you know the challenge around food waste and organics like lawn and, and garden clippings is also a high priority for your agency as well
1: food food waste is one of our highest priorities I mean it's just. It, we have 660,000 tonnes of food waste in South Australia. Economic op- opportunity is about $2.2 billion if we just, every one of us, mm. uh, tackled food waste by putting the food waste you have, by reducing your food waste, obviously, first if you could, but then take, putting your food waste into the green bin. So not into the landfill bin, the red or blue bin, but into the green bin saves money and it saves the environment too if if we put our food waste into that green bin it'll end up in compost that goes back into our soils uh, and our farmers can use that compost to reduce the amount of water they need to reduce the amount of artificial fertilizers they need to so get better crops coming out of it you store carbon it's a really great action against climate change so there's a lot of benefits whereas if it goes into the red or yellow bin uh, sorry red or blue bin yeah. then you're going to it's going to end up in landfill And that creates methane, which is a really bad uh, greenhouse gas, much worse than CO2. So we're just really pushing hard. And you might have seen the banners across Unley Road and the TV commercials, Mm. our witch bin, you know, please put your green waste into that food waste and, and garden organics into that green bin, not the red or blue bin.
0: Well, if you would like to ask a question to uh, Professor Ian Overton in regards to what bin, which bin, what food goes into what and where and who and how, uh, let us know. Call in double o. Okay, in regards to food, can tissues go into the compost bin? Absolutely. They can? Yes. Ah, see, uh, someone threw this at me over the weekend. I was like, are you sure it's not a food
1: item? No, a- anything that's natural. Uh, if you have pa- a paper, if you have, say, an A4 piece of paper, put mm-hmm. that in the yellow bin. That will get recycled through the MRFs, the material re- recovery facilities. But if it's shredded paper, yeah. put that into the green bin.
0: So that can go into the green bin, even though yep. it's got ink and things like that yep. on it? Yep, yep. Oh, we learn
3: something new every day. Hello, Bev. Hey, good afternoon, Jane. Professor Ian? Yes, that's
0: right.
3: correct, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, I just came in last because I've been on the phone to really... I've been in Northampton and West Australia. Oh, good <laughs> They're one. They're on the land up there. Lucky talk- them. What would yeah,
0: you like
3: no, to
0: ask the Professor?
3: Yes, I would actually, um, yeah. Professor, I recycle everything and really speaking, I could do with a, a second yellow bin uh, because mine's always full Every. halfway through uh, the the fortnight from one fortnight to the next so to speak Um, because I recycle everything wash my tins out uh, any back packets that I break up tissue packets, boxes and so on um, goes into the recycle bin and like I say theoretically I could do with two bins Um, but uh, yeah and I've got neighbours for uh, my blue bin, <laughs> which is a bit of a nuisance because uh, I only ever ever have one bag every uh, week with blue.
1: Mm. Thank, thank you for that. that. Yeah, well done, great, excellent um, recycling there. Um, you know, if we do all recycle really properly in terms of our food and organics in the green bin and our plastic etc. and cardboard into the yellow bin, there's not a lot left for that red and blue residual bin. Um, so that's great. If you do have problems uh, like filling up your yellow bin, talk to your council. They may be able to provide you with that second yellow bin. You did mention tissue packets. Tissue boxes, which will be cardboard, will go in your yellow bin. But if, it's a, if that's that plastic bag, then that's a soft plastic, mm. and that should go back to the supermarket through the Red Cycle program.
0: Let's talk to Liz. Hi, Liz. Oh, yes, good afternoon. Uh, which bin do you
2: put an old garden hose into?
0: Oh, good question. I've got one of those floating around.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, that's a landfill bin. That's your red or blue bin.
2: Okay, thank you very much for your help today.
0: Thanks, Liz. And if you've got a question, you'd like to... you got an item hiding away at home that you'd like to uh, find out what bin it goes into that you can call in 8223 0000. I used to think a good day on the golf course was coming home with more than one golf ball. But my game has really stepped up thanks to Shane from Drummond Golf. Hi, Tom. How's the handicap going? Well, I've been personally mind-matched by you and I'm hitting longer, straighter and higher than I ever have before. You and your team have really got my game sorted.
3: We want people to love golf as much... As we do. Just like we did for you, Tom, we put you through the My Match process to pick the right clubs for you. We also do lessons at the driving range and kit them out in the best gear, all aimed to reduce their handicap. Well, it has worked a
0: treat for me. I cannot recommend it enough. Go and see the team at Drummond Golf. Thank you again, Shane. Enfield, Darlington, Myland, Tetra Gully, and the West Beach Driving Range.
3: Hear that. It's the sound of the wild calling (laughs) and it's calling you. The chimpanzee is one of over 500 animals that you'll experience at Monato Safari Park. The wild is calling. Are you listening? Book your tickets online at monatosafari.com.au Aussies
1: have always made stuff and some of our best work happens in our own backyard. Oh, nice. Just like our growing defence industries, talented Aussies and private businesses working together to supply our defence force, at the same time, creating thousands of local jobs. To get involved, search Defence Industries careers. Our future, made in our own backyard. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. If
4: ever there was a time where you need to have the ability to get emergency help while alone, it is right now. Whether you have a sudden illness or a nasty fall, just a press of a button and help will be on its way. For more information, go to carealert.com.au.
2: It's valued the Australian way at Coles with great fresh specials this week. Like juicy Royal Gala apples, 100% South Australian grown and just $2.70 a kilo. This week at Coles. Offer ends Thursday. It's always been my happy place. When the old arthritis set in, I thought my gardening days were over. Suffered for a while, actually. Nearly kicked myself when Carol told me about the Joint Replacement Clinic. There's no gap to pay with health insurance and everything's included. Transport, physio, aftercare, they really look after you. Turns out I didn't need to fork out a scent to keep my trowel.
3: Ask your GP or visit the
1: thejointreplacementclinic.com.au. Renewing mobility, restoring life. Hi, Bronte Manuel from Toop & Toop. It may be mad March, but we're continuing to see high levels of inquiry from buyers keen to purchase and move in before winter. Thinking about a move? Get in touch with Australia's number one real estate agency, toop.com.au. Jade Robran on
4: 1395 Adelaide's 5AA.
0: Good afternoon, Professor Ian Overton, Chief Executive of Green Industry South Australia, is my guest. We're talking about recycling here in South Australia and uh, talking about what items that you'd like to see on the list to be banned coming up next. I said mine would be confetti. Oscar Messagee said he'd like to see glitter. Bernie has called in. He's got a question. Hi, Bernie. Welcome to the show. Oh,
4: thank you. Um, sorry. I didn't come so quick, I was eating. Sorry. Oh, you're all right. Um, do you want me to come back to you? <laughs> no, no, no. All good now. Okay. All good. Um, my wife's become a fantastic recycler of, of everything. You know, she's really conscientious on the soft plastics and splitting everything up and such. But uh, And we do have home delivery done with a, a supermarket, um, which, which is great. But what we found over the last, say, 12 months of that happening is there's a trend, and I, know why they, I understand why they do it, a trend for the supermarket's where we used to get loose items in a in a, in a bag, which was really easy to get rid of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pre-packed items now, even in fruit and vegetables and such. And my wife and I get quite frustrated. We think, you know, we're doing the right thing at the, the back end of stuff, but at the front end, the suppliers, there's so much stuff we see. And I know they do it for marketing and for tactile feel and that sort of thing. They've got to you know, get their product out there in a space. But there seems to be so much packaging that isn't needed. Sometimes there's two or three layers of packaging when one would be, would suffice with the product. Yeah. And I know I know there'd be a trend with your guests, you know, trying to push these companies to, to look at that and say, okay, is there a better way you can do this to the consumer? Because it would, would take a lot of the recycling off the table if uh, if they started back at the, the front end of it.
1: Yeah, that's a great comment. Um, what, avoidance is always the very first thing that we try to do rather than sort of recycling at the end. We can avoid that waste in the beginning. Packaging is a fascinating thing because it's very complicated. We've just been talking about food waste. And you know, a cucumber that's wrapped in plastic will last so much longer than mm-hmm. one without plastic. And so we we kind of sort of got this play between uh, having the plastic but and, and saving food waste or, reverse, or vice versa. But um, you know the things you can do when you go into the supermarket: bring your own bags rather than using those plastic bags. Say in the in the fruit and veg section, is to take yes, your own bags. Good idea. Although the supermarkets are moving towards this they do recognize that if you if you talk to uh or coles you know what they say the number one thing their customers want is to reduce the amount of plastic packaging yes. so they are addressing this it takes a slow change uh, and as i said there's a little bit of sort of um, dependence there in terms of the food the, the health, the hygiene, the safety, the convenience, mm, all of those things. Mm. Are the reason why that plastic came into place in the first place, we've got to look at the alternative ways of, of working with that.
0: What blows my mind is when I do a shop and I get the kids snacks, so you know your, your popcorns or, or crisps or things like that and my golly, there is so much waste. They come in these huge big cardboard boxes and there'd be, you know, six small bags of popcorn in there and you think for goodness sake, that's, that's such a waste. Uh, we've got Pauline on the from St. Clair. Welcome to the show, Pauline. Thank you.
2: What would you like um, to talk about? I would like to see the plastic bread tags banned. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, so I'd love to see, you know, that happen. And also my question is, um, can you recycle the coffee pods? Because a lot oh, of people have yeah, pod machines. Do. Mm, and that's a good point, because in
0: my household, they just get thrown in the bin. But yeah, I, well, because they, they've got that aluminium in them, don't they? So where, where should yeah. they go? Uh, yeah,
1: there's great comments. So the, the, the first run around bread tags, you'll notice that in some of the supermarkets, some of the bread uh, bags are now using cardboard I tags have noticed that. rather I than the plastic excellent. tags.
0: And they don't just yeah. snap in half. They last no, longer, they last actually, long.
1: and make sure you put them in the green bin too. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, if you do have the plastic ones, you can collect all of those up, put that into a, a milk container, and then they, they can go and get recycled as well. Uh, in in so it was the second. The part of coffee question? pods. The coffee pods. Yes, there are, are options for recycling coffee pods. Like um, Nespresso have a return scheme, but they're, they're made of aluminium, and aluminium is a, is a great. Material to be recycled. Mm. So there are options to recycle those coffee pots.
0: Thanks for calling in, Pauline. And did you know with those plastic bread tags? I don't know if you've noticed, I've been into Freedom and Country Road and they're selling beautiful looking bowls and they're made by people that, I don't know, somehow they melt down these, you know, plastic bread tags and they're making, you know, water jugs or fruit bowls and yeah, they look really beautiful. But, you know, that's a clever way of recycling. Yeah, wouldn't have thought of that. Let's go to Kayleen in. Bellevue Heights. Hi, Kaylene.
2: Hi. I was wondering if your guests realise that some cancels they don't encourage you to recycle. One, my big beef is I'm in the foothills and we have to clear the backyard for bushfire season, which is great. Um, but if we go out and buy a second green bin, they charge us for it. They charge us extra cancel rates. And I think, well, you're selling the compost, um, and we haven't got an extra one. We're working with one of our neighbours, and when she has a clean-up, she borrows our yellow bin and fills ours up because we have very little in it, you know. Now, I have a compost bin, so everything I can compost I do, but it's only a cold bin. Mm-hmm. So we season things like that, which we clear up for bushfire season. Of course, I can't put in the compost because it's
0: only a cold compost. That's probably an area where councils can probably, you know, help people out in those bushfire-prone areas, isn't it? That's more of a council-type thing. And
1: councils do do that, that they have free drop-off for green
0: waste uh, on certain
1: weekends. And um, particularly for just ahead of bushfire season they will allow uh, residents to drop off large amounts of green waste mm-hmm. for free uh, and there's a small charge you know outside of those there's a charge for an extra bin but the council does need to have that process of collecting that bin there's a lot goes into taking your green bin and turning it into compost uh, it is a business uh, it, it obviously does make money in selling that compost but there's a lot of involvement in, in doing that as well
0: Thank you so much. Always an interesting chat. But uh, all in all, I think we get an A-plus here in South Australia, don't we, for our recycling efforts?
1: Absolutely. We're doing good, but there's always more we can do. Uh, if any of your listeners are interested, please go to replacethewaste.sa.gov.au to learn more about the bans that we've brought into place and more, and more about how you recycle properly. There's also another website called Which Bin, uh, which, will teach, which has an A to Z list. So if, if your listeners want to sort of say, is this item up? rubber hose, where do I put it? You'll find that on our Witch Bin website.
0: Beautiful. Ian, thank you so much for joining the program. We're going to head into the newsroom coming up afterwards. We've got a cranky KG joining us to talk about footy. (laughs)